Welcome to the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast. The opinions and ideas expressed on this show are solely those of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com and its guests. This is the very best of professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. again for the 15th week i'm so excited to let y'all know you have reached the number one up-and-coming professional wrestling podcast in the new york city and tri-state area this is the hubbard wrestling weekly.com podcast what up though i'm your host once again sean h i'm happy to be with you and this is the hashtag hw weekly podcast and we are so happy to have you again for another big time episode with a big time returning returning guest to the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast. We're going to introduce her in one quick minute. We want to thank all the listeners out there. We're in our 15th week, and this is the debut edition of the new fall season of the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast right here tonight, September 7, 2018, with another crazy, crazy cool guest in the building. And I got to let y'all know the feedback that I've gotten on Twitter, at Hub, H-U-B-B underscore wrestling, has been amazing. I mean, the lineup of guests we've had so far has been so good, and obviously the fans are appreciating it, and I appreciate y'all. Without y'all, I am nothing. I know it sounds cliche, but this show would not be popping if it wasn't for you, and I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for all the good feedback. We got some major guests in store in the new fall season. First of all, let's go back a little bit. We've had Ivy Roman. We've had El Rey all day. We've had the SWF heavyweight champion, TJ Marconi. We've had Zildjian from the TNT podcast. We've had so many big-time guests, and the new fall season is going to bring you even more heat. We got CM Smiley coming from the TNT podcast. We have MJ coming from the Ringside Revolution podcast located in Albany, New York. We have the House of Glory heavyweight champion of the world, Anthony Gargone, coming up in October. And I'm telling you right now, the show we got in store for you tonight is a returning guest. And it's because of people like her that this show got off to a red hot start. I'm going to introduce her in one quick second. Before I do, got to let y'all know to go to hoshkrea.com for all your web development and web platforming needs. You've got to project your business in the best possible light. And the only way to do that is to go to the number one place for web development and web platforming. And that's hoshkrea.com. That's H-A-A-S-C-R-E-A.com. That's hoshkrea.com. Because we love tech. You already know what it is, man. Like I said, we're on fire right now. I'm so humbled and so excited by the situation, man. The HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast is getting such dope reviews on social media right here on, you know, the website, on Twitter. Hashtag HW Weekly is trending. It's not trending worldwide or anything, but it's trending. I, I don't care if it's four or five tweets. It's doing well, and I'm so excited about it. I'm getting so much love on Twitter. The show is getting so much love on Twitter, and that's why we want to give the love back to you by bringing back a guest that you, yourselves, the listeners, have requested. She is a manager of multiple wrestlers. 
in the industry today. She cites that Sensational Sherry as one of her influences, and I believe she's doing that legacy very, very proud with the way she projects herself. She is a polarizing figure, but I like her for that. I think she's dope for that. She's not going to apologize for who she is. She's humble at heart. She's sweet at heart, but she's got a very outgoing and very dominating personality and I love it and that's the reason why she's one of the biggest names in the industry coming up right now in managing and she's also big time in making signs at WWE events and becoming the internet sensation that she is and more than that I'm so happy to call her a friend she's definitely a friend of the show and she's a friend of mine she is the one and only welcome back with me Felicia Rose welcome back thank you for having me back you already know man uh it's it's a blessing. I'm I'm really excited to have you back, and um, I know you've been running around doing a lot of things. You know what I'm saying, as far as uh, you know, making appearances and, and doing your wrestling manager thing. So we thank you for taking the time. Of course, anytime. That's what it is. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. We coming off a really cool summer in the world of professional wrestling. I saw you last at Protect Your Neck um, NYC event. You know, shout out to El Rey all day. Shout out to the entire staff over there. Um, doing your managerial thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it, was, it was definitely a cool show. I saw a little photo op you did with the one and only Mr. Joey Ryan. Um, that's all <laughs> over the internet right now, you know what I'm saying? You're shining. Like, what's the deal? What's new with you? Oh, you know, just um, making waves accidentally and enjoying the ride, as I do, apparently. <laughs> that's what's up. That's what's up. Yo, my Twitter's been blowing up ever since I announced that... Um, you were going to be on my show again, similar to the way it blew up when I told the world that you were going to be on my show the last time. And I think that's because you're such, I, I hate to use the word pulverizing because it's such an over word, overused word, you know, Roman Reigns and John mm -hmm. Cena, but you are a pulverizing figure. And I think it's in a good way. Like, you know, all, you know, keeping it 100 full disclosure, you're a very attractive individual, a very charismatic individual, and you know, the business, you're not a mark. You're, you're very, knowledgeable about the industry that you now partake in. Um, we know how you got into the industry from your previous um, appearance here on this show, but what I want you to go into, if you can, is how you've evolved as a wrestling personality over the last, I don't know, four to six months. Um, well, I mean, I've, I guess I've completely evolved. I mean, as of like eight months ago, I wasn't, you know, involved with wrestling at all. And I got an I got a couple opportunities, and that transformed into, um, you know, I, I first was doing it to like help out promotions and friends and whoever, you know, if, if people want to book me, I was like, yeah, let me do that, and like let's see what happens from there. And I ended up kind of falling in love with it, to be honest with you. I mean, as because you said earlier, I'm polarizing. Already, you know, as a fan, when I walk into a place sometimes, and sometimes, I, you know, no one knows me, and that's wonderful. <laughs> it's nice to go unnoticed, but that's not always the case. And walking into a place, either people love me or hate me immediately. So as a, you know, a wrestling manager, I basically use that, I use that heat as a way to um, sort of make my mark within managing, and, and, that, and I've continued to do so. And I'm trying to, like, really find the right balance and find the right promotions for me and whatnot because I, I have fallen in love with it. So at first, like I said, it was it was just a way to, um, you know, get my feet wet, enjoy it, help out, do whatever. You know, I'm, I'm pretty much like if you ask me to do something and you think I'm going to do a good job, even if I haven't done it before, I'm going to probably say yes just because, I, you know, 
to me, that's a compliment to just my personality in general. So um, I was open to it and I did it. And now it's something that like I'm looking to do more and I'm looking to manage different people and different characters and help out, you know, wherever I can. And I definitely, I didn't expect that. I'm not going to lie. I, I thought it was just going to be a thing I did once in a while here and there. And um, now I find myself like itching to do it again, which is awesome. You know, I didn't expect that and I'm excited for it. So who knows what the future will bring <laughs> That's what's up. I mean, I from an objective outside perspective, you know, I think your future is OD bright. And um, like I've said, I've seen you in person, so I know firsthand what kind of reaction you get by live crowds. And it's crazy because, you know, when I meet you, you know, you seem like such a humble and sweet person. But on the microphone and, you know, your character is so bold and so brazen and, you know, it's, it's full of swagger and you know, sometimes, full of, you know, sometimes full of venom and whatever it needs to be, you know, that's what you bring to the table. Talk to us about your first, I guess you could say, fan reaction that made you say like, whoa, like this is bigger than I thought it would be. Um, I think the first time I ever went out was, it was with Wild Zero, it was at their first show and I managed Nick Sullivan and um, I was a heel, of course, and I was getting heat and it wasn't a huge crowd, but there were people like interacting with me and yelling back and, and one little girl stood up and she goes, Felicia Rose, you suck. Ah. And I was like, yes. I was like, I got the little girl to tell me that I suck. You know what I mean? It's like, that's every friggin' wrestler's dream or every heel, I should say, dream is honestly to get like a little kid to say that. And then, you know, what was really cool was after that same show in the parking lot, she came up to me and gave me a hug and like, you know, I'm not a woman. I'm not a woman's wrestler. I don't get in the ring and I don't do anything. I'm I'm on the microphone. I'm just you know representing a different side of the business. But it felt really cool to be you know one of the few females working the show. And then afterwards, one of the few children in the audience coming up to me. I you know I was a jerk of a mic, and this little girl coming up to me and basically like looking up to me and and giving me a hug. And that right there was like that meant everything to me. Because, like, at the end of the day, you're right, I am a sweetheart, and, like, that melts my heart, you know? So, like, it was really cool to even portray, like, a villain, but then also, like, this, like, little girl who gets it, she gets wrestling, she understands that that's just my character, and she, like, was excited to meet me. So, like, that was, I think, like, the first time I was like, wow, this is really, really cool. And then, like, the next night, coming out at NYC Wrestling and just getting booed, like, nonstop, the crowd was just calling. <laughs> Caught. Like they were standing on their feet and screaming, they were gonna beat my ass after the show. And I had people in the bathroom after, like, oh, do you really have beef? Like no one really knew, and it was great. I was like, this is this is what I want. Like I love that feeling of creating a storyline, and you know, whether you're a diehard fan or not, you don't really know what's going on. Like you're not quite sure if people are actually mad at me, and I think that's sort of my favorite part of it is that. I don't even know sometimes some of these people might actually hate me and that's totally okay. You know, like I understand their side of things. And if you want to come to the show and yell at me when I'm a heel, go for it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's like the most success I can have. So it's kind of cool. That's what's up. That's what's up. I actually, um, you know, I agree with you on that because like you said, it's all about the reaction. It's all about, you know, touching the hearts of the people. I know it sounds a little corny, a little cliche, but that's what you're doing. You know, you're going out there and you're trying to, elicit a response that'll be a long-lasting effect on people that'll make them want to come back and see you again and you know like I said I'm out at these events as a reporter 
But I'm a fan first. You know what I'm saying? I know what's popping. I know what's not. If you sucked, I would say you suck. You don't suck. You're really good, you know? And at the end of the day, I think the fans recognize that too, you know? Well, thank you. I mean, the last NYC show you were at, and I came out just as a nice person. Like, I wasn't really heelish at first. And even still, people were still, like, chanting for me and paying attention to me. And more than the ring was put on the ring at points. And I was just like, wow, this is surreal. Like, people are honestly, like, you know, interacting with me, you know, whether it's positive or negative, I just love it. And I, I think, you know, that's why I'm so in love with doing it because honestly, like you've seen some people come out, they, you know, they come out, they get on the mic and it's like crickets and, and people aren't really sure what to do with it. I just feel like I immediately elicit some sort of response out of people. And I think that's sort of the best part of it all. So that's what it's all about. So listen, let's transition a little bit into, um, you know, something that's a little bit touchy. I'm not going to go into great detail. We talked about this off the air. And, um, you know, for my fans out there, for the couple of fans I have, I appreciate each and every one of you guys. I don't, um, I'm a man of honor, so I don't, I don't sell out to get a story. Um, I consider, you know, Felicia to be a homie. And I'm going to address this situation in a manner that a homie or a friend would address it. So I'll ask you this. Felicia, as a well, fan. Well, can I interrupt you and just say, sure. in your defense, you've had me booked for this episode long before anything popped off. So, at the end of the day, you can talk to me about it, of course, and it's not like you tried to get this a story, you know what I mean? Like, I was already scheduled to come on your show. Of course, you're going to talk to me about something that's happening in my life. So, sorry to interrupt, but no. yes, I just wanted to say, like, in your defense, I've been scheduled for a while, so... I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But I'm still going to touch it in a light manner. And I'm just going to say it like this. You made an appearance at SummerSlam. Um, I say made an appearance. You were a fan, actually. But that's how um, that's how cool you are. To, it's called an appearance now. But, um, you know, you were, you were in attendance at SummerSlam. And the initial uh, format of this particular show was for you to talk to us about how you felt about the show in general. But um, obviously, you know, a couple of things took place that night that, um, like I said, I'm not going to go too deep into. But... Um, ex- express to the fans your, I guess, what you saw that night as far as the in-ring action that you were able to see, and then, you know, maybe if you feel like it, you can transition into, unfortunately, not being able to stay for the entire show. Um, I was enjoying the show way more than NXT. Honestly, it was very weird. I usually enjoy the takeovers before the pay-per-views way, way, way more. And I was, I went to both, and I was really enjoying SummerSlam. I thought it was a great show. Um, I was really impressed. I think they just like the all the like they scheduled everything great. I think I thought it was going really smoothly, and then I got kicked out, so I didn't really see a lot of the main events and stuff, unfortunately. Right. But you know, I expected that. Raw the next day is where the you know main issue happened, and I was actually having a great time at Raw too. Um, and then I got kicked out within the you know it was like ten minutes before the show was over anyway, so. I did get to see most of that show, so that was really good. But um, at the end of the day, they're making up lies, and it's just, like, absolutely ridiculous. So I, I definitely kind of don't remember a lot of what I saw for matches this weekend because all my mind has been in is honestly just, like, avoiding the Internet and avoiding, like, thinking about it. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I definitely appreciate you taking the time to be on the show today. But, um, you know, with all that being said, you know, I guess I guess my question to you would be, you know, Freedom, you know, as a fan, freedom as a personality, freedom of speech. I know it sounds really cliche and really like 
American, but it is what it is. Um, like, it seems like we're not able to express ourselves the way we, we want to. And it seems like we're not able to to be what, in some cases, the people want us to be. And then when we give them that, then it's, you know, oh, we, 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 you're giving us too much. And, and the thing for me, you know, and the thing for me is, you know, like I said, I've been around you. I know not to, you know, give us, not to give too much insight, but I know that you're like doing your job and I know that you're just having fun. So at the end of the day, when people say, oh, we want Felicia Rose, we want Felicia Rose, we want the people's tramp. And then you give them that and then it's too much. Like. It seems unfair to me. What, 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 you know, when I say give them too much, I'm saying in their minds, give them too much. Like, you know, you're just doing your thing, and they're like, oh, okay, well, we wanted Felicia Rose on eight, not Felicia Rose on ten. Like, do you feel that right, way? Right. Do you feel that way sometimes? Well, it's interesting you said that because I even have friends that sometimes are like, show up as a, as yourself 100 or show up as yourself on like a 50, and I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, you you know what? If you want to associate with me or you want to, you know support me you have to support me through it all and at the end of the day if you read through those ridiculous articles and you believe a word of them then you don't know me and you don't support me and you don't have my back because everybody knows that i was with a person that was acting ridiculous that person should have been kicked out i was yelling toward the ring while everybody else was standing and doing the same i had no idea that there were cameras on me i had no clue to my left that some kid was you know, getting ruckus with the security guards. Every time anybody asked me to sit, I sat down. Right. Excuse my language. No, it's okay. But at the end of the day, I have respect for what's going on in that ring because I know what it's like to be on the other side of things. And I know what it's like to see a fan that's just trying to get attention to themselves instead of get attention about, or not even get attention, but, you know, it be excited for the show. I was excited for the show. I was screaming about the match. I'd absolutely, I was not screaming Finn, do me a win, or whatever people were saying. Yeah, yeah. They can say all they want. I don't care. That's fine. At the end of the day, people were screaming way worse things anyways. And I just so happened to be next to a chaotic situation. Yeah. And God forbid Felicia Rose is near a chaotic situation. It immediately becomes her fault. So it's like people want me on a 10, but then when I'm on a 10 and excited and enjoying myself as a fan, not as a worker, not sitting there with my arms crossed and you know, not standing up, I'm sitting there supporting and I'm excited and I'm still doing something wrong and I'm still accused of, you know, causing a problem, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's funny because people are giving me shit about that and then about the whole sign thing and it's like no one even saw the sign the day before. It got taken away instantly. Like, that wasn't even the thing. It wasn't even, like, on anybody's radar but one security guard. And my kickouts were, like, soft kickouts. Nobody escorted me out of the building. WWE doesn't have me on some banned blacklist. Right. It's not a big deal. So for people to take this, you know, small little story, blow it out of proportion because, oh, it's the big ring rat girl. That's the one that was trying to screw everybody. Look, she has the sign, you know, and they make it into something that it's not. And it's, sure, it's unfair, but I don't care at the end of the day. I am polarizing. You can hate me or love me, but if, if you take the two seconds of time to get to know me or walk up to me and say hello, even if you don't think you like me, give me a chance. Hi, my name is whatever. Nice to meet you. I don't like what you do with signs. Okay, well, like, let's have a conversation about it. I'm not unreasonable, and I think that people need to understand you can't ask me to always be myself, and then when I am, judge me for doing the same thing and be ashamed of me for it. You know, I have friends that have disconnected a 
association with me online because they're ashamed of what I've done. Wow. God forbid WWE knows they're they're associated with me. You know wow, what I mean? Wow, that's crazy. Very, very petty, very silly. But those are the people that I know can't handle Felicia out of 10, and they can't handle Felicia out of 1. They shouldn't be in my life, so... <laughs> Yo, you know, it's funny for the people out there. Um, I'll tell you a funny story just to bring a little bit of levity to this, this somewhat serious situation. Um, I'm at NYC Protection Night a couple of weeks ago. And, um, you know, for anybody who knows me personally, like, I'm a fun guy. I would like to think I have a little bit of charisma, a little bit of swagger myself. But, you know, I'm walking up to Felicia to say hello. And I'm, like, walking on eggshells, like, hey, uh, I don't know if you remember me, but, uh, hi. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and, and she, and she you know, looks at me. I don't know why. I don't know why people are intimidated by me, but I, I get it. Like, I, I, I get that part of it. But it's like, don't be, you know what I mean? Nah, I'm like, so and, nice. like, <laughs> and I walk up, and, and she's like, uh, of course I remember you. What's up? And, like. You know, it was super dope, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was one of those situations. I was almost embarrassed of how cautious I was in, in making the approach. But, like, it, it was such a fun time. And, um, you know, I'm not going to lie, like, not to get too sentimental, but it broke my heart to see, you know, what was going on. But I'll tell you what, you know, you handled it with, with the dignity and class that you, you always handle everything with. And you, you've continued to, and I think you're being a, a inspiration to those who, come behind you that want to be themselves and are afraid to be themselves, worried about public reaction and public, you know, opinion. So, you know, I, I think you should hold your head up about that. Not saying that you're not, I'm sure you are, but I'm just kind of reiterating the fact that you need to, to continue to hold your head up because at the end of the day, this was originally supposed to be a SummerSlam review show. Obviously things went a little bit left, but you've proven once again how how dope you are as a human being, and that goes far beyond the wrestling ring. So I salute you for that. Well, thank you. I mean, I appreciate it, and to the people supporting me, and you've been obviously a huge support to me. Like, I can't say thank you enough. I mean, I have for all of the you know a couple friends that just connected themselves for me. I have thousands of people supporting me, and you know, and I have to say thank you to all those people because honestly, like. If it wasn't for, even if I don't get back to you, just seeing that in my inbox and like seeing the outpour of support and people being like, you know, trying, you know, standing up for me or just saying like, we got your back to me directly online. Like that means a lot to me. So like, thank you to everybody. Thank you to you, obviously. And like, I, you know, if, if it wasn't for that support, I would be hiding right now in my room crying because at the end of the day, it doesn't feel good to read that you're, you know, a fat whore online every two seconds. So it's like. As much as I, I'm strong and I've dealt with it before and it's the old hat, I still am not made of steel. So I do appreciate all of like the love I've gotten because I couldn't have done much without everybody. So that's what's up. You know, it's funny. Like you're called you're called a, a fat whore, but you're not a whore and you're not fat. It's almost like calling you like a like a yellow school bus, like. You're not, you're not yellow and you're not a school bus. So it's like, like, you know what? I've always said, even back in school, like, you know, if you're going to insult me, like, make the insult make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, being a whore is something that I don't mind saying that I am, I am and that I am absolutely proud of. I mean, okay. a, a whore doesn't mean anything bad. It means that you're a person that, you know, uses sex to your advantage. So and fat, like, yo, I just lost weight. Like, I don't give a shit. Call me fat. I've been called fat my whole life. I used to weigh 100 pounds more than I do now. You're not going to hurt me. And, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to make me feel bad about myself. 
I don't give it. I'm 30 years old. I am well past all of that, you know, grammar school bullshit. Call yeah. me whatever you want. Yeah. It's not going to hurt my feelings. And be more creative. There's so many other things you can say about me. Word. You know what I mean? Word. Like, there's so many other insults that might actually get to me. But those, nah, I've heard it for way too long. You know what I mean? Felicia, I think you're hitting the nail right on the head. I think that your message is very clear, and that's you're ignoring the haters. And I think what you're doing by being yourself and being unapologetic and being comfortable in your own skin is inspiring others to do the same. There are many people that watch you, whether it's at your wrestling events, doing the managerial thing, whether it's anywhere on the Internet, social media. You're inspiring people to be themselves and to be comfortable and to not allow the haters to get to them. And I think that's a very inspiring and uh and dope message i salute you for that but speaking of inspiring because you know i like to look out for my listeners i want to take a quick time out and put y'all up on something very very important as it pertains to your financial stability you know in life you have to plan ahead y'all you know all of us at one point or another have been real willy-nilly with our finances you know you want to live in the moment you want to have fun you want to buy this you want to buy that and we completely neglect to think about the future. But I'm going to tell you all something. There's a way to recover from that. And there's a way to strategize to get to a point where you are prepared for the future. And that's to seek out a professional. Listen, some of us can handle our own finances. I'm not going to insult anyone. There's people who can handle their own finances. If you can handle your own investments, if you can handle your own stock portfolio, more power to you. But most of us need professional assistance. And there are people in place that can help you to do these things. And I'm going to tell you something. One of the best in the world right now is Ross Wealth Strategies, owned and operated by my good friend, Elsie Ross. And I'm telling you something. He's doing some awesome, awesome things right now in the world of stock investments, in the world of college funds, and even life insurance. I know, I know, I know we don't like to talk about life insurance because it reminds us of our own mortality. But you know what? To all my listeners, you know I love y'all. We have to grow up and we have to think and we have to realize none of us are going to live forever. And we want to make sure that we have something in place for our loved ones when we leave here. Hey, hopefully not for a long, long time, but just in case, you got to have some stuff in place. But like I said, it's not just about life insurance. It's about those stock investments. It's about those college funds. It's about getting yourself in a position financially where you can enjoy the future. And the only way to do it is to reach out to, like I said, somebody who's on top of their game when it comes to this profession, and that's Ross Wealth Strategies. Hit them up right now. They'll respond to your emails quick, fast, and in a hurry. They have clients all up and down the East Coast. Let me tell y'all something. They're located in Woodbury, Long Island. For all my New York listeners, I'm from New York myself. Y'all know that. But I have listeners all up and down the East Coast and all over the country. And let me tell y'all something. Ross Wealth Strategies will travel to you. And I'm going to give y'all an exclusive right now to all my listeners. All consultations are free. So what do you got to lose? Reach out right now. Ross Wealth Strategies at gmail.com. And for all my social media people out there, you already know what it is. They got you covered. Hit them up. Roswell Strategies. Type it in the search box. R-O-S-S-W-E-A-L-T-H Strategies. That's S-T-R-A-T-E-G-I-E-S. Type it in the search box of Instagram. Hit them up. Follow them. They'll hit you up. They'll hit you back. Ask any questions. Set up your free consultation and make sure you let them know that the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast sent you. Let's get our finances in order so we can enjoy the future, y'all. All right?
So with that said, we are back right here on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly.com podcast, and we have the awesome Miss Felicia Rose in the building. But Felicia, before we let you go, we got to make sure we give the people what they want, and that's what it is all about, and that's where can we find Felicia Rose. What's up next? What bookings? Where are you going to be? When's your next managerial situation? Where are you going to be located? The people need to know. Felicia, let them know where you're going to be. Well, you know, NYC Wrestling always announces, like, randomly, so yeah. that might be sooner than later. Right. So there's another show coming up probably in Bergenfield, maybe. These are all question marks. I'm not really sure, but okay. that'll, that'll be soon. I should be working that, I believe. Um, and then I have a show with Pro Wrestling After Dark, which is a brand-new promotion um, run by the guys from SWF, and that's down in New Jersey, and it will be on... Um, and I think it's November 9th, and that's like a 21-plus, like, naughty thing. So if you really want to see Felicia Rose, the People's Tramp, do her actual thing and be able to be on 100, not on 9 or 8 or 7 or 6, then you definitely need to come up to that because there's no children in the audience, a.k.a. I can do whatever I want, and it's going to be amazing. Just trust me, it's going to be great. So that'll be really fun. And then the other show I have is Syracuse, which is at Wild Zero, October 21st. That got pushed back from September 1st. And um, I will be managing Nick Sullivan again up there. So definitely come out if you're in the upstate area. Come out and see me. And those shows are super, super fun. It's all DIY stuff. Like, definitely a good atmosphere. I definitely want to encourage people to come out to that because it's a brand-new promotion. Y'all need to support it. It's one of my good friends. And he has great people booked, honestly. You know, we have Tracy Williams in the car. There's all sorts of great matches. Definitely check that out and, you know, come out and support, show your support, come say hey to me. I am super duper nice. I promise. Anybody who even knows who I am, I instantly, I'm, a, I'm like a nerd. I totally don't understand how I got somewhat, like a little bit internet famous. So like when people are like, Felicia Rose, I'm like, who, me? You know who I am? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. Come say hey to me at all times, at any place. It's never the wrong time. Just say hey. And I promise I will be receptive to you. That's so. I'm, I'm definitely a witness to that. But before we let you go, I want to talk to you about something that's gonna make you smile. I think because I, I know that you, you're very fond of her. Um, we got into this a very, very short, like, very minuscule amount the last time you were on the show. Um, as you just made mention of her, but um, I want you to go into a little bit more detail, and then we're, we'll let you go because I know you, you're busy. Um, sensational Sherry. You mentioned her as one of your uh influences growing up and you know i really didn't get a chance to talk to you about why that was the case so if you could just tell um everyone how you feel about the uh wwe legend uh sensational sherry and how she influenced your career and where you're at today oh i mean she is like the ultimate female character to me a woman that can walk that line of femininity and masculinity and be like scary and weird like the weird thing oh my god that is like my goal I tried to cut a promo in like a similar like style and like halfway through I like I broke character I just couldn't do it and I'm like that is my goal is to be able to like you know be a Felicia version of sort of that in at least like maybe one promotion or something like that like I would love to toy with that because I just oh my God, it's the coolest character I've ever seen a woman portray. And I really, if you watch those promos that she does, she doesn't break once. 
she is a weirdo the entire time. She's that weird boy that she's just so cool. It's That's like, true. It makes me excited about women and wrestling and just in general, just like a woman being, you know, on a microphone in general. Like she's just such a, she was so strange, you know, it's like you can't really find a lot of like, you do find a lot of, um, you know, female characters doing like, the weird thing or like the, or I want, not the weird thing. Like I'm thinking like of a Nikki Cross, like that kind of like, you know, wild, like kind of thing. But like sensational Sherry was like all about speaking and just being so strange. And it was like the coolest voice and the coolest makeup, and the coolest image. And it just drew me in. And I, there's nothing more captivating than that to me. It's just a woman doing a character or a thing that just hasn't been done. And I just think that that's like that right there is like ultimate goals. So, you know, people. I, I just totally marked out. But nah, that's what's up. That's what's up. You know, people forget. You know, because of how awesome she was as the manager of the Macho King. She was a Macho Queen. Um, you know, she was so awesome as Sister Sherry with the Harlem Heat. She had a stint where she was the manager of Ric Flair and WCW. She was obviously the first manager of uh, the new breakout superstar of the '90s by the name I think you may have heard of him, Shawn Michaels. Um, and, but people forget Sherry Martell was the WWE women's champion. Like she's legit, like, like badass, like super good in the ring too. People forget about that. Right. And that's true too. And that's, I mean, I'm not getting in the ring, so that's not the part of it. No, no, I get it. I'm just saying like like, overall. Respect all that. But like when I think of her, I think of like, you know. That badass, like weirdo that she did, but I love it so much. It's so cool. That's what's up. Well, listen, we're not gonna keep you any longer. This has been an awesome show. Um, you never, you never cease to bring the heat, and we really appreciate. We appreciate your candor too, because, like I said, off the air we spoke, and I told you I wasn't gonna dig deep, but you, um, you kind of took it there yourself because you're open and honest about everything. So, um, on behalf of the fans, and of course on behalf of myself, um, thank you so much for being with us. Please let everybody know where to find you on social media. Yeah, find me um, on Twitter at Felicia Rose and on Instagram at The People's Tramp. And my podcast is at The Screw Podcast. So if you want to listen to me talk about sex and a little wrestling, we do a little wrestling segment here and there. Um, definitely check that out. And we're actually going to have you on it eventually, so that'll be cool. That's and sure. uh, yeah, you guys should, you know, follow me online or don't, whatever. <laughs> no, I say, I say, I say, follower online. That's that's my recommendation. But listen, Felicia, <laughs> we appreciate you here. Anytime you want to use this forum, my forum is uh, your forum. My platform is your platform. Okay, my friend. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. I appreciate it. All right, you already know for the second time and definitely not the last. This is your boy Sean H, and that is your home girl Felicia Rose, and this is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly dot com podcast. We're out of here. Peace. This has been a production of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com, home of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast. The very best in professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. The ideas and content of this show are the exclusive property of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com. The opinions of its hosts and guests are theirs and theirs alone, as this show and website are not associated with any professional wrestling organization.